So, how you guys doing this week? Oh, Good. we are, we are, we're, we're something. It seems to be, we, uh, I got, I got a lot of stuff going on, so I'm going to let you guys talk about the fun things before I go into the things that make you want to cry, make you want to scream, make you want to go back to bed, and then sometimes make you wish you could just stay in bed all day. (laughs) You can, it's just not recommended. I mean, a lot of things I do are not recommended, Greg, let's be honest. (laughs) That list, that line goes out the door and around the block. Uh, (laughs) It's been a little while. Guys, what have you been up to? Uh, Well... Uh, so we haven't recorded the last couple weeks, uh, for mainly because I was traveling in one form or another. Uh, two weeks ago, I was in Plano, and I was trying to think of all the cool things I did in Plano to tell you all about. Um. Sleeping. Yeah, basically. Like, I was at training, I would go to training, I'd go back to my hotel. Uh, I would walk to dinner, um, and then I go back to my hotel again. Um, there is not a whole hell of a lot to do in Plano. <laughs> um, it is not that far from Dallas or Fort Worth, and I was like, oh, I'll see if anything's happening in Dallas. I could catch an Uber to, because, you know, oftentimes you get to these places and there's like a big concert or something. <laughs> there was not. There was not a damn thing happening in Plano while I was there. Um, Really, the only upside to it was uh, there is a lot of, like, little restaurants and stuff like that to go to. Um, So I did. (laughs) Um, Was any of it special enough to write home about? No, it was not. I was going to say, was there anything remarkable or? Not really. It was like it was fine. <laughs> we're we're gonna have the one person from Plano that like works on their friggin' council for their small business board, and they're gonna like be big mad when they hear this. There's tons of things to do. How dare you? There there is a there is a nice little shopping area that's about a mile walking from where I stayed at, and I walked through that little shopping area, um, and I enjoyed it. Um, but it was not one of those things where I was like, oh my god, I have to come back just for this. Like, like when I went to Seattle I and I went through Pike's Place Market, I was like, man, I would love to bring Amy back to Pike's Place Market. Mm-hmm. I bet she would really like it here. And when I walked through Plano, I was just like, okay, I'm going to leave tomorrow morning. <laughs> you, should, you just have a timer where it's like, oh... I got uh, 18 hours left. Then after that, it's going to be, you know, back to Ohio, where more exciting things happen than Plano. Uh, the best thing that I found in Plano wasn't actually in Plano. It's in a city called The Colony, which, um, worrisome enough, had a lot of T-shirts that said The Colony is not a cult and things along those lines, <laughs> which makes me think The Colony is a cult. If you have to tell them it's not a cult, it's probably a cult. Uh, but <laughs> I was just thinking that. But in the colony is a Portillo's. Oh. And I went to Portillo's in the colony, and it was delicious. <clears throat> so you went to a Chicago restaurant? 
and playing yep. there? Okay. Yep. Amen. Well, I mean, here's the deal. If, if there was a Portillo's down the street from my house, I wouldn't have gone. But the closest Portillo's is at a minimum two hours away. And I'd already been to uh, Texas restaurants, so I was felt good. You, you hit the check boxes already, so now it's just do what you want. Uh, that being said, last week I was in Philadelphia for like 10 hours. <laughs> and in that 10 hours, I did a grand total of nothing fun. The majority of it was sleeping, except for I went to Pat's Philly Cheesesteaks. Did they yell at you and kick you to the back of the line? There was no line because we showed up at like 10.15. <laughs> you went for the breakfast menu. No, no PM. <clears throat> oh. Uh, I got my Philly cheesesteak. It was kind of funny because I just walked up and was like, I'd like a Philly cheesesteak, no onions with uh, cheese Whiz. And it was fine. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my my boss who was with me, um, he decided to read the menu and the instructions on how to order. <laughs> and so he he walked up and he tried to sling all the Philly slang to order. Oh, no. And then he's like, yeah, you know, I read the menu here and it says that you're supposed to order this way and blah, blah, blah. Like he was just being polite and making small talk. And um, they apparently don't like that. It's a very bad decision. (laughs) Um, Because, again, he ordered correctly. Like you're supposed to walk up and say like, you know, uh, cheesesteak wit out, I think, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Which means cheesesteak with whiz without onions. And he and he's like, yeah, you know, I, this one I'm supposed to say, right? And she and, and the woman spent like two minutes berating him over ordering the way the sign says to order. Like I was standing down the way waiting for my food, and she's just like, yeah, it says that you're supposed to order that way, but you're not really supposed to order that way, and no one orders that way, but you're, it says you're supposed to order that way, and like she just kept repeating herself, and I'm just like, what is happening right now? Hey, Richard. You need to bring your boss to Chicago and take her to the Wiener Circle. And I need you to record every second of her walking through the front door and trying to order. It's a him in this case, but yeah, it would be pretty hilarious. <laughs> I've, I've been twice. I have not once ordered food. Because I just don't need that kind of negativity in my life. <laughs> it is, however, super fun when you take friends and be like, oh, no, just if you don't know what you want to order, just go up and ask them what they recommend. <laughs> Listen, Wiener Circle is undefeated. Turns out Portillo's is owned by a Boston conglomerate, so it's not even a Chicago business. So I have subsequently started finding alternatives to getting our Chicago dogs aside from a business that is no longer even a Chicago institution. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. It was at one time though, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh here's the thing. I really don't care. Like uh, if I'm talking about hot dogs, I'm not going to Portillo's anyway, just to be honest. Yeah. Um I go to Portillo's for the Italian beef. Yeah. Who um, who has a hot dog place they go to? I mean, other than uh, the Chicago person, yes. Yeah, I was going to say, in, in Chicago, they're about every other block. As are the Italian beefs. 
Yeah, but it, it legitimately Portillo's is the best Italian beef that I've had. Interesting. Okay. And I've had and I've had Al's. Yeah. And Al's was good too, but I like Portillo's better. And I'm sorry, but if Al's ordered chocolate cake shakes, it might, you know, go up the list a bit. Okay. So what you're telling me is that everything is fine as long as people add mayo to every menu item. Yes. Uh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Where's I, that I'm a losing, sure. losing battle there? Yeah, I'm not sure where exactly that interpretation of what I was saying came from, but I'm just going to be honest. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> the, the look on the face of somebody when I told him, I was like, I mean, yeah, if you enjoy it, that's great. It's just, you know, I don't necessarily need mayonnaise in my cake. <laughs> it's delicious. I mean, it is. It's just eggs and oil. They do a great job. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily shitting on them for it. I just think there's a time and a place. Um, but you, did you get the strawberry lemonade cake shake? I did not. I just got <gasps> the chocolate cake shake. You didn't even get the summer special? No, I was feeling chocolate. Dude, the lemon cake shake. Come on. It's fine. Um, Gregory. Yes, sir. Had to spend the last couple weeks. Sleeping work and catching up on some anime along with watching Spider-Man the new one nice. Anime, nice. animated one animated one not the new one I have not had the chance to watch that but it's going to be happening real soon um I really liked it like it was like watching it I was it's one of those rare movies that kind of gets you hype when you watch it. Mm. So. I liked it. As the kids would say. <laughs> what, um, coming out of that, like, where do you rank that as far as, I guess two different categories, because you have comic book films and then you have animated films. Where do you kind of rank the most recent Spider-Man? As far as animated goes, it's one of the better ones. Okay. Like, uh, it's, it's definitely worth the watch. Um, and I think it's well, the one thing I really liked about it is it addresses uh, like a multiverse situation a okay. lot better than every everywhere else. Interesting. Like it, it, it does it the way I think most people would see it. Okay. So, which is kind of interesting, and then the conflict that comes out of it is hilarious. Um, you saw the first one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was this better than the first Into the Multiverse? Uh, I think so, yes. Okay. Because I, th I think it deals with more um, you know, mature things. Like uh, it's, a, it's like a more mature story, I think. Okay. So and when you like when looking at plot and how things happen, I think it, was, it deals with more mature things. Okay. So like a bit of a better constructed film than previously. Right. Okay. 
Um, any intentions of seeing the new Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated film? Because I feel like they've been trying to mesh animated for kids as well as for the parents. Or have you... Because it's already out, right? Yeah, but I never... I, mean, I was never a big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle guy, so... Okay. Okay. No, just... Just gotta ask the questions. Yeah. Um... I know it has Mr. Beast I... in it. Mr. Beast in it, right? That's the only person. That's the only I really know about it is him. I don't know who that is. I will take your word for it. Mr. Beast? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have I have no idea who that is. Uh, it's a, one of the biggest YouTubers on the planet, if not that the would, biggest. That would be why I have no idea who that is. I use YouTube to watch Danhausen clips and force my daughter to watch Danhausen clips. That's <laughs> that's about the extent of my YouTube experience right now. Your daughter probably knows Mr. Beast and you don't. <laughs> I mean, that's probably accurate. I'll ask Jules who Mr. Beast is. Oh, she knows. That's why I, I wasn't being facetious. I was being quite sincere. I'm going to ask her and get her to give me the rundown. Oh man. Um so in addition to that, we have had Is there anything else you're doing, Greg? No, not really. Um getting, getting ready for school to start. Right. I had another question for you and I just lost it. Oh, Premier League has started <laughs> up. We are back in season. La Liga, Premier League. And you told me that there's some crazy shenanigans happening right now. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Um, Harry Kane finally left Tottenham to try to win some trophies. And, (laughs) (laughs) you know, there's rumors that Tottenham is going to try to buy Lukaku from Chelsea, which would be amazing because Lukaku thinks he's good. Um and <laughs> so he's he's perfect for Tottenham then because so do they yeah exactly it's, he's like it's like a match made in heaven there that's your poster boy for friggin Tottenham football right Lukaku he stopped Inter Milan from winning the Champions League himself he was he got in the way of Latino Martinez's header and it hit him to prevent it from going in. Like straight, like he, because he couldn't get out of the way, and that's not the first time he's done it. Oh, really? Yeah, it is not the first time, and it's, you know, uh, Juventus was chanting <laughs> because there's rumors he was going to Juventus and going from Milan to Juventus is uh, like a big no-no in the Italian league because obviously they're rivals, oh, okay. and uh, they were like Lukaku, we don't want you. We already have a second goalie. Is their so, chant? Was their chant? Sorry, what's his name? Lukaku, Romeo Lukaku. He played for he played for a bunch of different people. <laughs> I'm six. I'm sorry. I'm heavily medicated right now, <laughs> so like you can just keep using his name as many times as possible, just because I'm gonna laugh every single time. Right, and then the uh, the other thing that's going on is Chelsea and uh, Liverpool are in a, a transfer battle. Or a okay. guy from Brighton. Um, uh, Bright, 
the guy from Brighton. So Liverpool bid 110 million pounds for which is the British transfer record and Brighton accepted it. But then uh <laughs> and then Caicedo is the guy who's who they're going after told Brighton uh he only wants to play for Chelsea. So he literally told them no, I don't like I don't want to do this with Liverpool. I only want Chelsea. Does that happen frequently? No, never. Oh, okay, so this is kind of like a weird outlier right now. Well, the weirdest part is Liverpool bid 110 million pounds for this guy, which is literally a British. It's never. That's the British transfer record, right? Okay. 110 million pounds, and has never talked to the guy. <laughs> they never. They didn't get the okay from him or nothing. So they're like, okay. Um, so then the, after that, they had like had Jurgen Klopp and all the people talk to him. He's like, no, I only want Chelsea. <laughs> Which is just one of those really weird situations that, hey, we're gonna spend, we're gonna break everybody's record for you, and he's like, nah, I made a deal with Chelsea. I want to go with Chelsea. Liverpool people are really, really um, butthurt is the closest word that I can think of. Like, oh no, let me continue to not give a single fuck about anybody. That is an LFC supporter. <laughs> right. Well, that's the, it's just the weirdest thing, man. Like, um, they're like, what do you mean you turned us down? Like, well, like he's been, Chelsea's been dealing with him, like talking to him for three months. Chelsea's been talking to Brighton for three months, trying to get a deal worked out with them. Mm-hmm. Because he was told back in January, reportedly, when he signed his new deal to prevent like a, he signed his new. He signed a new deal, so he would stay till the summer, and the summer they would sell him for a reasonable amount. And that's what their goal was: is okay, a reasonable amount back in January was eighty million pounds, which is a a real a, a ton of money, right? And then Chelsea and Brighton were you know going back and forth like 60, 70, 80 million pounds. Then Liverpool comes in with a bid for 110 because they, Brighton thinks that Caicedo is better than Declan Rice. Declan Rice just got sold to Arsenal for 105 million pounds. Uh, there's a lot of people that say that Declan, that Caicedo is better than him. I don't know it. I'm not a, <coughs> like a football expert or that type. So, but it looks like they're going to get it. That's all I know. Because Chelsea's going to bid 115 million pounds. So. Lots of fun, man. And then at the end of the day, PSG has done nothing. Oh, uh, other than, other than beg. Um, <laughs> other than beg. Uh, Mbappe to not leave. Because it's going to financially ruin them. Of course it is. <clears throat> but I mean, look at their roster, especially after this past off season. Who are they going to have left? <laughs> mm. They signed some guy. <clears throat> you have arguably the one of the best players still in the world just went to Miami, and all he has done since getting there is score. <laughs> Yep. And it's 
it's great to see. And then I saw uh, the Inter owner, Inter Miami owner, said that when Messi came, it more than doubled the subscription to MLS on Apple TV. That's why you do the things, man. That's yeah. how you grow a sport. And I know there's a lot of people that are really grieving that it happened. And I'm like, but you, you can't continue to grow your league or grow your exposure or grow your fan base unless you recruit an attraction. And I mean, it, you're not getting, you know, washed up shell of his former self, Wayne Rooney here, or David Beckham hobbling around on 18 surgically repaired joints. I mean, that was, the, I think, an order of change that happened. I mean, Messi is now number one. Messi's made a bigger difference to MLS than any player that they've ever had set foot on the pitch. I yep. think Beckham is probably second. I don't think Rooney moved the needle that much. I really don't, because I, I don't think, with all due respect to Wayne Rooney, who is a phenomenal footballer and, like, one of the legendary players in the game, <clears throat> a general whatever is not going to turn out and be like, oh, man, Wayne Rooney, i got to get tickets for when they come to town. <laughs> Dude, Miami's matches are sold out across the board the rest of the season, and ticket prices have quadrupled in price. Yeah. That, my friends, is how you move the needle. And that you're going to see one of the best football footballers ever to live. And so it's, that's very simple. He's, he's still one of the best players in the world right now. <laughs> like, It's not like you're getting a guy that's, you know, Roy Kent on the cusp of... <laughs> I'm becoming a coach. It's you're still getting a guy that's one of probably, arguably the maybe top five players in the world still. Yep. It's just wild, man. It's just wild, but it should be fun. I know that. Um, <clears throat> I do know that we have a lot of crazy stuff coming up as far as football goes. I mean, the women's World Cup has been insanely, insanely good. I think that's. They've done a really great job showcasing the women's league. Um, I don't know, man. It's I think this is going to be a crazy season. And, I mean, we still don't know where Mbappe is going to play. Uh, he says he's not leaving PSG. Right. He, may, he may sit out a year. That's sad. <laughs> I mean, there's there's very few people that could pay the money. Plus, he, he almost guarantees has a deal with Real to to go in 2024 for free. Why would Real want to pay? Because PSG is going to want tons and tons of money to do it, right? Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's... I have trudged through many a sporting season the last few months. I am happy that there are things back that I am actually looking forward to. It doesn't help that F1's on their summer hiatus for three weeks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there is nothing happening right now. Um, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, Greg, aside from all that, anything else that we should be paying attention to as far as footy goes into this season? Uh, it's going to be interesting that Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea plays Liverpool tomorrow for the first game of the season 
And because the Kaiseido thing has not worked out yet. So, yeah. Okay. It's going to be it's going to be pretty contentious, I think. <sighs> what else have we had going on? Uh, well, the new Twisted Metal TV series came out on the Peacock. <laughs> Richard's sitting, leaning back in his chair, staring at the ceiling, being like, if I could, I would bleed out of my eyes and my ears right now. <laughs> I, I was actually just praying to bleed out. <laughs> uh, no, in all seriousness, I, like, it's fine. Like, I have no problem with the Premier League conversation. I, I enjoy myself uh, some some soccer occasionally. Um, You're so petty. But <laughs> I, uh... You're so petty. <laughs> You've been waiting to just say soccer the whole time we're talking. You've just been like... Actually, it's soccer. Uh, I, 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 you know, it's kind of funny. I didn't, but in that three seconds before I had to say what sport it was, I went through in my head whether I wanted to call it footy like you do, football, foosball, or soccer. And I was like, which one has the best chance to get a reaction? Soccer does. You're so petty. Um, but no, I don't know. I, I don't know a damn thing about the Premier League. Uh, like the business side of it, so I'm just like, well, you should be excited. Wrexham season two is coming. Yep. Yeah. Actually, they're about to kick off in the next 15 minutes too. Um. So the new twist of metal series came out on the Peacock. Yeah. Um, Johnny, you're a little too young to have played Twisted Metal. Oh, you dirty bastard. <laughs> um, no, in, in all seriousness, it it's one of those things that's really kind of funny to me. Like, it's a very odd series for Sony to have kind of pushed to make because Twisted Metal as an IP for them has been dead for like 15 years. I was going to say, like, two, oddly enough, like 2005, which it, is, it, which is like... what the first game was actually based on as far as years go. So the original was 95, correct? Yeah, I think so. And it was based on events taking place in the, the distant future. Oh, this is going to make me feel sick. Of 2005. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to say Twisted Metal 1 through 3 take place between like 2005 and 2007. Yeah. That's... Um, <laughs> so, yeah. No, I, I, I played the games. Um, I played, I think, the first... Because uh, I played one through three at least. I don't know if I played four. Four might have been too late. And then I played black. Mm. Um, and they did a couple reboots over the years. And they never really seemed to quite go anywhere. Um, I don't believe there was ever a PS4 game. And I know there has not been a PS5 game. Yeah. Um, so it, that's the part that's kind of uh, funny to me. Is that they were like, okay, we are going to make a TV series based off of video game IP that has not been relevant since the year 2001. Um, so, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just one of those things that I, I, I found a little interesting. That being said, uh, the Twisted Metal TV series stars Anthony Mackie, uh, Stephanie Beatrice... And Samoa Joe. 
Was I the only one that couldn't help themselves but yelling, Nine, nine! Through this whole series. <laughs> uh, Stephanie Beatrice, for those of you who are unaware, was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <sighs> she played Rosa Diaz. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of interesting because I, I, I don't remember a whole lot of the plot of Twisted Metal um, other than the couple characters that I generally played as. Mm-hmm. So I, as the series was going on, I was looking up the characters that were in the series, and I came to the realization that almost all of them were from the PS2 era, Twisted Metal Black, um, which is kind of humorous because that was like one of the attempts at a reboot that didn't lead to any sequels. Yeah. Um, overall, I actually really enjoyed the series. Um, it wasn't like the best thing I've watched on TV, uh, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, my, my only complaints with it was there was times where it definitely felt like it was being edgy just for the sake of being edgy. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you take that out of it and you take out some of the random gore that they would just randomly drop in in places, uh, I thought it was overall a really fun series. Um, Samoa Joe did really great as the quote-unquote body of Sweet Tooth. You know, that was my... I know that like if you tag someone like Will Arnett into a series, you're probably going to get more eyes on it. But I really feel like Joe has enough gravitas with his like delivery and his voice and the way he kind of like emotes even when he's like just cutting a promo i don't think they needed someone to do the voice versus someone just being the body of sweet tooth i don't think they did either but they wanted will arnett Uh, but again do you feel like that was more hey will arnett's in this new tv series yeah no that's exactly what it was yeah um Honestly, it's probably my only complaint, to be honest. Uh, I, I, I appreciate anything that's going to give us a little more time with Thomas Hayden Church, which is always fantastic. I mean, I know you keep bringing up my relative youth status compared to the two of you, uh, but I still do remember him in Wings, and I loved his character in that show. Um, but this was... Him as Stone was something else, man. And I think I even told you this. What is it about Thomas Hayden Church that just every character he portrays, you just want to punch him in the face? You wanted to punch Lowell Mather in the face? Yes. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, in this, yeah, you definitely wanted to, to punch him in the face, to, but lol? To quote the greatest of all time, tell me when I'm telling lies, Richard. <laughs> lol was fantastic. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, as someone who never played the games, I didn't really know how much of the plot for the series was, like, pulled. I mean, it's, it's a video game from 95. I can't imagine, like... <laughs> The, the depth of the writing was all that substantial, so I'm sure they no, had to, like, it's... flesh things out a little bit. So, I mean, this will come as a shock to you, but um, basically none of the video game was in the first season. Yeah. Um, almost none. Other than the fact that, like, they're in a post-apocalyptic wasteland, 
uh, doing battles in cars and some character names. Um, no, uh, the, this whole thing is very much so setting up season two, um, which does appear like it's going to actually follow the video game storyline. The video game storyline is basically a big car fighting tournament with someone named Calypso who can quote unquote give you your heart's desire, whatever it may be. It's Mortal Kombat in Cars. Yeah, basically. That's, uh, yeah. Um, favorite part? Did you have a favorite moment? Was there something that stood out to you where you were just impressed overall? Mm, honestly, no, not really. I mean, mm. I, I enjoyed the show, but there wasn't anything that stood out where I was just like, oh my god, I had to rewind and watch that again. Less Anthony Mackie, more Sweet Tooth, please. Like, I just, it's the over-the-top kind of schlocky violence that just made me laugh, where I'm like, this is the most ridiculous thing, right down to the exchange that he had with Anthony Mackie by the slot machines where they were singing Cisco. <laughs> just their little karaoke moment and them connecting over the uh, thong song. Yeah. <laughs> Which... If you don't know who Samoa Joe is, I can't explain to you the visual of Samoa Joe dancing along to Will Arnett singing Cisco. It's it's just it's something you have to experience for yourself. While wearing a rubber clown mask and dressed in S and M gear. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then go watch Collision on Saturday nights and enjoy Samoa Joe being Samoa Joe. Uh, yeah. I feel like there was something else we were going to talk about today, guys. Oh, yes. Uh, there is. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about the Barbie movie. Barbenheimer. Let's go. I have not <laughs> seen the Heimer part of Barbenheimer. Um, a three-hour-long drama about the creation of the atomic bomb is just not getting me into theaters. I have no problem with anyone seeing it. You guys have fun. I will watch it when it hits. Uh, actually, it should be Peacock, because it's a Universal movie. Mm-hmm. I, Did you? I have nothing to offer, only because it's Christopher Nolan, and I can probably guess how the entire three hours is going to sound, and I'm not sitting through it. Okay, I, I thought you were going to say you saw it or something like that. No. Okay, moving on. Uh, so, my daughter is 10 years old and wanted to see the Barbie movie. And I said, kiddo, I will take you to see the Barbie movie. Um, okay, so as an adult, uh, here's my review. Um, it was decent. Uh, it had some genuinely laugh-out-loud funny parts. Um, it had some stuff that was really clever. Uh, so, like, one example is, and the narrator calls this out, like, when you're playing with a Barbie and the Barbie's in one place and you want it to be in another, uh, you don't have the Barbie walk the whole way from point A to point B. Uh, so she will just glide down from, like, the second floor of the dream house to her car because you pick her up and put her there. 
So, like, that's how the Barbie moves. It, it She jumps down from the second story of the dream house and glides down to the car. Um, there's a lot of, like, really clever little things like that. Um, and there's, you know, there's a lot of jokes that land. There's a lot of jokes that don't land. Uh, that's kind of how comedies work, though. You know, you just have to kind of watch and see what they say that you enjoy. Um... I did not, I, I I don't know. I thought it was fine. Like, I'm not upset that I saw it. I'm also not like, oh man, I'm going to go watch that four more times. Um, so if you're interested in it, you'll probably enjoy it. Um, however, <laughs> if you are a 10-year-old girl, you probably will not. Oh no. Um. My daughter doesn't use terms like don't like or hate. Uh, she just makes her feelings known in other ways while pretending that she likes something. So if you ever sit her down and you try to get her to try a new dish or something like that, she'll say words like, yeah, I liked it. It was really good. I never want to eat it again. <laughs> Uh, or, yeah, I like that. That was really good. Uh, I don't want any more. That's, that, that's her, her way of saying, you know, keep that away from me. It was poison. Um, when we're leaving the Bard movie, I, I should have caught on to how much she was disliking it because with about a half hour to go, she turned to me and kind of shook her bottle of water at me and went, I'm thirsty. And I was like, babe, there's only a half hour left to go. We're going to watch the rest of the movie. And then about five minutes later, she turns to me and goes, I'm still really thirsty. Can we go get a drink? That's her way of saying, I am not invested in this at all. Why are we <laughs> still sitting here? She's learned from Uncle Greg. Mm-hmm. You only have to be concerned if she takes her phone. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm going to go get another that, drink. <laughs> followed by a text from the car. Ten minutes later. Ne- yeah, next thing I know, she's just going to be gone. <laughs> I'm in the Jeep. The stereo's on. Have fun, Dad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, it was like it, it, I, I went to leave, and this is after her asking me three times to get a drink. Third time I got it, and I was just like, kiddo, there's ten minutes left in the movie. We're going to watch the last ten minutes of the movie because I'm not buying another ticket to come back and see it. Yeah. Um. So she, uh, you know, we were leaving and I was like, hey, kiddo, you know, there's, there's, there's a, uh, there's a song in it. Like Ryan Gosling sings a song. And I expected a peaches like response from her. I was like, hey, kiddo, do you want me to put on I'm Just Ken when we get in the car? And she goes, no, it's the worst song ever made. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, okay. And then she goes, so, um, I liked the movie, but, um, mommy can see it without me. (laughs) She can go by herself. (laughs) And I'm just like, uh, okay. Is that how you really feel about it? And she goes, yeah, I don't need to see that again. Uh, ever. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, okay. 
And I wasn't going to pry, you know, if she didn't like the movie, I wasn't going to be like, so tell me what exactly you didn't like about it. Like, right. Um, but she, <laughs> she just stopped and she goes, so, um, you know, I did like the movie, but let's see if I were going to say count the movies I've seen this year and what my favorite movies were. And I don't remember all the movies she's seen this year, but she was like, she just kind of started going through like basically every movie she's seen this year mm-hmm. in order. And then she's, she's like, uh, yeah. And then Barbie. <laughs> so oh, Jesus. I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, so not a big fan, huh? She's like, no, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say I didn't like it. I'm just saying that it's my sixth favorite movie that I've seen this year. <laughs> That's like, I think she spent too much time around me because that's just a decidedly like Canadian Democratic answer. <laughs> that's a nice way to say like I've seen six. It is the sixth best film I've seen this year, sweetie. We've only seen five. It is the sixth best film I've seen this year. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's exactly what it was. She, she's like, well, first is the Mario movie, and then Elemental, and then. The Little Mermaid, and then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and then oh. blah blah blah, and then blah blah blah, and then Barbie. Um, and, and look, I'm just gonna be honest. This movie's not made for kids. Like, if if you take it from the like, is it a good, well-made movie standpoint? Yes, it is a it is a well-made movie. But if you take it from a the demographic for this movie should be ten year olds, mm-hmm. is a terribly made movie. Okay. Um, the entire last hour of the movie revolves around the patriarchy without oh. explaining what the patriarchy is. Okay. And when I say that, I mean like they use the term the patriarchy probably no less than 30 times. And my kid is just like, she's just lost. And, and, you know, how am I going to, like, explain that to her in the middle of a theater yeah. in a way that she's going to be able to understand to make her, help her understand? And we, and we talked about it later. She's like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, well, it's blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh, okay. And you can tell she was so confused. It's, it's not a movie made for 10-year-olds. Like, that's all there is to it. Um she enjoyed like certain aspects of the first like half hour of the movie when they were hanging out in Barbie land. And she enjoyed certain aspects of when they went to the real world. But like, basically once they headed back to Barbie land from that point forward, it was just done for her. Okay. Um, that being said, and and I said this, like I I have a niece who is in her twenties now and I'm sure that she's going to love it. Yeah. Because it was made more for her demographic. And there's a good chance that my daughter watches this movie again in five or ten years. And she's like, this movie's a masterpiece. I have no idea why I didn't like this. <laughs> but the the ten-year-old girl that was sitting next to me throughout the whole movie was just like, oh my god, this is the most boring thing, saying words that I don't understand. I might as well have taken her to see Oppenheimer. Yeah. Oh man, where would you rate this film? I mean, like I said, it was fine. You know, uh, out of 
out of five stars, eh, three and a half, four. Okay. Like, it did. It had some legitimately laugh-out-loud funny points in it. It also had... I don't know, like... Will Ferrell was kind of inexplicably in it as the quasi-evil CEO of Mattel. Okay. And it's just like, why... In a movie that's made by Mattel, why is Mattel this, like, evil company? <sighs> so. Okay. Yeah, it's it, it's it, it's decent. Like, if Ashley hasn't seen it and she wants to see it, she would probably enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> But if she was also like, oh, cool, I can't wait to take Parker to see this one day on a re-release, she's going to have to wait for the 20-year anniversary for Parker to get the jokes. Because 10 years ain't going to cut it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so you would recommend, but try to keep it like 20-plus almost? Yeah, if if you're thinking of taking your kid, just don't. Um, wait for it to be on some sort of video on demand service because there's a decent chance that your kid's gonna get bored out of their mind and just not enjoy it. Right. Okay. Um, and maybe um, maybe when they watch the video on demand service, they'll be like, "Dad, of course I know what the patriarchy is. Why didn't you think I'd get this?" But you know, it's just one of those things. They, um, I mean, they'd had, they had they did something right because that film has grossed over a billion dollars. Yeah, well, I mean, here's the deal: it's a movie that has a very large demographic, basically any women who are older than child age. <laughs> um, so it's it's like they did the right thing with it by way of getting a big name director and her longtime co- collaborator to write it. Um. It's just, like I said, it's just not a film that's made specifically for kids. Yeah. And and I, I want to say it's even rated PG-13. So it's, you know, there's it's not exactly hidden. Yeah. Well, fair enough. I mean, it's <clears throat> I'm glad that one of us at least caught one of the two summer blockbusters. It's I'm, I'm sorry, Jules. Also... Saw one of the summer's biggest blockbusters, because um, really, there's not a whole lot coming down the pipeline in the next month or so either. I think once we get into like September, October, we start to see a little bit more of a ramp up towards the holidays. Oh God, I can't even believe I'm saying this out loud. Oh boy, we're starting the ramp up for the holiday season now, right? Um. I don't know about you guys. I'm not ready. <laughs> it's the summer has gone. Then I'll snap, and that's we've had our own blip. Uh, but above me on that, I, I I do know that the NFL NFL season has started. Richard, I know you sent a couple pictures. Um, obviously, it's a pretty exciting time for Cincinnati. It's an exciting time for New York because now they can just finally have Aaron Rodgers on TV every day and I don't feel obligated to watch. 
Yeah, um, yeah, it was actually really great to uh, have a chance to go down and watch a uh, football game in person last night with uh, Little Miss. That was her first football game. Uh, I am 95% sure she is going to hate the Packers for life now. Oh, no. Um, it, it, it was, it was actually, it was really funny because, like, she went to work with me yesterday because I work, you know, a five-minute walk from the stadium. And I was like, you got to take a nap at some point today so you're able to stay up through this game. And then she did not take a nap. Mm-hmm. So we got there, and we were right halfway through the first quarter, and she's like, I didn't take a nap. <laughs> Which was her prefacing the fact that she was pretty sure she was going to fall asleep. <laughs> uh, so shortly into the third qu- quarter, I felt a heavy head hit my shoulder. And I was like, okay, let's go home, sweetie. And like, no, no, we should stay. <sighs> so... She slept through most of the third quarter, a.k.a. most of the Packers scoring. <laughs> woke up and was uh, very upset. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> she she woke up and I'm like, okay, kiddo, we can go home now. And she's just like, the game's still going on. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, we're down by two scores and there's eight minutes left. And Trevor Simeon hasn't shown that he can do a damn thing. I think we can go, sweetie. Yeah, she did not want to go. She wanted to stay through that remaining 10 minutes or 8 minutes or whatever it was. So we did. Oh, no. And boy, the Bengals sure showed uh, that their fourth string and guys who were planning on getting cut could really just, you know, not do a damn thing. It's okay. You guys are going to be fine. This, this. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> the Packers. It, eh. <laughs> I, I had to explain it to her because she she's just like, oh man, we lost really big. This is terrible. And I said, sweetie, they played their first string throughout the whole first quarter, and we did not. Yeah. We were playing our second string, and when they switched to their second string, we were playing our third string. So am I shocked by today's result? No, I'm not. And she's just like, well, that's not fair. How come they got to play their first string? And I'm like, we could have two. We chose not to. No. So either way, um, you know, shit happens. It's uh, game's over. I had a good time. I got to watch a, uh, you know, pick six. (laughs) It was exciting. Nice. So she had a good time for her first game. Um. Yeah. Yeah. She did. She she was having a really good time till they lost. Then she's like, "Well, that was awful. They lost." And I was like, "Seriously, did you have a good time or not?" Yeah, I had a good time. <laughs> uh, which you know it made sense because she snookered me for so much between the uh, food booth and the <laughs> merch booth. Uh huh. Um, she, he bought, uh, well, she had me buy a pair of pom-poms and a, uh, stuffed dragon with a B on it, which I don't understand at all why the Bengals are selling stuffed dragons, but man, she wanted that stuffed dragon. That's the reason why they're selling them. Yeah. They they don't give a shit. They're just going to put that logo on whatever they want. The kids are going to be like, it's so bright. (laughs) 
But they could put it on a stuffed tiger. No. Nope. It's not the so, same. I know what I'm headed for. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny because the uh, pom-poms were $2 a piece. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, fine, we'll buy pom-poms. And she's like, wait, wait, I only want one. And I'm like, why do you only want one? I'm just going to buy you two. And she's like, and as we're leaving, she's like, well, I only wanted one, so you'd buy me the stuffed dragon. <laughs> and I'm like, is the stuffed dragon also $2? <laughs> no, the stuffed dragon was not sure $2. shit is not. <laughs> like 40 bucks. It, 30 oh. And I'm just like, kiddo, this is $30. Did you really think buying you a second pom-pom would have any impact on whether I bought you this or not? <laughs> I didn't know. But now she has oh. a dragon. That's all that matters. Yeah. She has her dragon with the Bengals logo, because why not? <laughs> so. Um, above beyond that, if they do want to get a hold of you, Greg, to discuss a little bit of Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga... Any of the other 3,700 different professional leagues that are kicking off in the next two weeks, how can they reach out to you? At Woe Gregory. And Richard, if they want to start talking a little shop pertaining to the Bengals or the... Nope, not doing it. Not going baseball. If they want to get a hold of you to be able to discuss the Bengals or any of the other slew of topics that we covered today, how can they get a hold of you? At Richard Versus. And as always, you can contact the three of us through our at versus podcast, followed by an underscore on fuck you, Elon, still Twitter. Um, you can contact the three of us through those means above me on that. Greg, Richard. Have a good week, everybody. <laughs>